when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches laugh large in the Stately, plump, but All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Kate Stables. He turned into Cumberland Street and, going on some paces, halted in the lee of the station wall. No one. Mead's timber yard, piled bulks, ruins and tenements. With careful tread he passed over a hopscotch court with its forgotten picky stone. Not a sinner. Near the timber yard a squatted child at marbles alone, shooting the tor with a cunny thumb. A wise tabby, a blinking sphinx, watched from her warm sill. Pity to disturb them. Mohammed cut a piece out of his mantle not to wake her. Open it, and once I played marbles when I went to that old dame's school. She liked mignonette, Mrs. Ellis's, and Mr. He opened the letter within the newspaper. A flower, I think it, sir. A yellow flower with flattened petals. Not annoyed, then. What does she say? Dear Henry, I got your last letter to me and thank you very much for it. I'm sorry you did not like my last letter. Why did you enclose the stamps? I'm awfully angry with you. I do wish I could punish you for that. I called you naughty boy because I do not like that other world. Please tell me what is the real meaning of that word. Are you not happy in your home, you poor little naughty boy? I do wish I could do something for you. Please tell me what you think of poor me. I often think of the beautiful name you have. Dear Henry, when will we meet? I think of you so often you have no idea. I have never felt myself so much drawn to a man as you. I feel so bad about. Please write me a long letter and tell me more. Remember, if you do not, I will punish you. So now you know what I will do to you, you naughty boy, if you do not write. Oh, how I long to meet you. Henry, dear, do not deny my request before my patients are exhausted. Then I will tell you all. Goodbye now, naughty darling. I have such a bad headache today, and write by return to your longing, Martha. P.S. Do tell me what kind of perfume does your wife use. I want to know. He tore the flower gravely from its pinhold, smelt its almost no smell and placed it in his heart pocket. Language of flowers. They like it because no one can hear. Or a poison bouquet to strike him down. Then, walking slowly forward, he read the letter again, murmuring here and there a word. Angry tulips with you, darling man-flower, punish your cactus if you don't please pour forget-me-not how I long violets to dear roses when we soon anemone meet all naughty night-stalk, wife Martha's perfume. Having read it all, he took it from the newspaper and put it back in his side pocket. Weak joy opened his lips, changed since the first letter. Wonder, did she write it herself? 
doing the indignant, a girl of good family like me, respectable character. Could meet one Sunday after the rosary. Thank you, not having any, usual love scrimmage. Then running round corners, bad as a row with Molly. Cigar has a cooling effect, narcotic. Go further next time. Naughty boy, punish. Afraid of words, of course. Brutal, why not? Try it anyhow, a bit at a time. Fingering still the letter in his pocket, he drew the pin out of it. Common pin, eh? He threw it on the road. Out of her clothes somewhere, pinned together. Queer the number of pins they always have. No roses without thorns. Flat Dublin voices bawled in his head. Those two sluts that night in the coombe, linked together in the rain. Oh, Mary lost the pin of her drawers. She didn't know what to do, to keep it up, to keep it up. It? Them. Such a bad headache. Has her roses, probably. Or sitting all day typing. I focus bad for stomach nerves. What perfume does your wife use? Now could you make out a thing like that? To keep it up. Martha, Mary. I saw that picture somewhere. I forget now, old master or faked for money. He is sitting in their house, talking. Mysterious. Also the two sluts in the coom would listen. To keep it up. Nice kind of evening feeling. No more wandering about. Just lull there. Quiet dusk. Let everything rip. Forget. Tell about places you have been. Strange customs. The other one. Jar on her head was getting the supper. Fruit, olives, lovely cool water out of the well, stone cold like the hole in the wall at Ashtown. Must carry a paper goblet next time I go to the trotting matches. She listens with big, dark, soft eyes. Tell her more and more, all. Then a sigh, silence, long, long, long rest. Going under the railway arch, he took out the envelope, tore it swiftly in shreds, and scattered them towards the road. The shreds fluttered away, sank in the dank air, a white flutter, then all sank. Henry Flower. You could tear up a cheque for a hundred pounds in the same way. Simple bit of paper. Lord Ivor once cashed a seven-figure cheque for a million in the Bank of Ireland. Shows you the money to be made out of porter. Still the other brother, Lord Ardilorn, has to change his shirt four times a day, they say. Skin breeds lice or vermin. A million pounds. Wait a moment. Two pence a pint, four pence a quart, eight pence a gallon of porter. No, one and four pence a gallon of porter. One and four into twenty. Fifteen about. Yes, exactly. Fifteen millions of barrels of porter. What am I saying, barrels? gallons, about a million barrels all the same. An incoming train clanked heavily above his head. Coach after coach, barrels bumped in his head, dull porter slopped and churned inside. The bungholes sprang open and a huge dull flood leaked out, flowing together, winding through mud flats all over the level land. A lazy, pooling swirl of liquor bearing along wide-leaved flowers of its froth.
he had reached the open back door of All Hallows. Stepping into the porch, he doffed his hat, took the card from his pocket, and tucked it again behind the leather headband. Damn it, I might have tried to work McCoy for a pass to Malingar. Same notice on the door. Sermon by the very Reverend John Conmee, S.J., on St. Peter Claver and the African Mission. Save China's millions. Wonder how they explain it to the heathen Chinese. Prefer an ounce of opium, celestials. Rank hearsay for them. Prayers for the conversion of Gladstone they had too when he was almost unconscious. The Protestants the same. Convert Dr. William J. Walsh, D.D., to the true religion. Buddha, their god, lying on his side in the museum. Taking it easy with hand under his cheek. Jostics burning. Not like Eke Homo, crown of thorns and cross. Clever idea, St. Patrick the Shamrock. Chopsticks? Con me. Martin Cunningham knows him. Distinguished looking. Sorry I didn't work him about getting Molly into the choir instead of that Father Farley, who looked a fool but wasn't. They're taught that. He's not going out in bluey specks with the sweat rolling off him to baptise blacks, is he? The glasses would take their fancy, flashing. Like to see them sitting round in a ring with blub lips, entranced, listening. Still life. Lap it up like milk, I suppose. The cold smell of sacred stone called him. He trod the worn steps, pushed the swing door and entered softly by the rear. Something going on. Some sodality. Pity so empty. Nice, discreet place to be next some girl. Who is my neighbour? Jammed by the hour to slow music. That woman at midnight mass. Seventh heaven. Women knelt in the benches with crimson halters round their necks, heads bowed. A batch knelt at the altar rails. The priest went along by them, murmuring, holding the thing in his hands. He stopped at each, took out a communion, shook a drop or two, are they in water, off, and put it neatly into her mouth. Her hat and head sank. Then the next one, a small old woman. The priest bent down to put it into her mouth, murmuring all the time. Latin, the next one. Shut your eyes and open your mouth. What? Corpus, body, corpse. Good idea, the Latin. Stupefies them first. Hospice for the dying. They don't seem to chew it, only swallow it down. Rum idea eating bits of a corpse why the cannibals cottoned to it. He stood aside, watching their blind masks pass down the aisle one by one and seek their places. He approached a bench and seated himself in its corner, nursing his hat and newspaper. These pots we have to wear. We ought to have hats modelled on our heads. They were about him here and there, with heads still bowed in their crimson halters, waiting for it to melt in their stomachs. Something like those matzot. It's that sort of bread. Unleavened, shoe bread. Look at them. Now I bet it makes them feel happy. Lollipop. It does. Yes, bread of angels it's called. There's a big idea behind it. Kind of kingdom of God is within you feel. First communicants, 
hokey-pokey, penny-a-lump. Then feel all like one family party, same in the theatre, all in the same swim. They do, I'm sure of that, not so lonely, in our confraternity. Then come out a big spreeish, let off steam. Thing is, if you really believe in it, Lord's cure, waters of oblivion, and the knock apparition, statues bleeding. Old fellow asleep near that confession box, hence those snores, blind faith, safe in the arms of kingdom come, lulls all pain, wake this time next year. He saw the priest stow the communion cup away, well in, and kneel an instant before it, showing a large grey boot sole from under the lace affair he had on. Suppose he lost the pin of his. He wouldn't know what to do, too. Bald spot behind. Letters on his back. I-N-R-I? No, I-H-S. Molly told me one time I asked her. I have sinned? Or no, I have suffered, it is. And the other one? Iron nails ran in. Meet one Sunday after the rosary. Do not deny my request. Turn up with a veil and black bag. Dusk and the light behind her. She might be here with a ribbon round her neck and do the other thing all the same on the sly. Their character. That fellow that turned Queen's evidence on the invincibles he used to receive the, Carey was his name, the communion every morning. This very church, Peter Carey, no, Peter Claver, I'm thinking of, Dennis Carey. And just imagine that, wife and six children at home, and plotting that murder all the time. Those crawthumpers, now that's a good name for them. There's always something shifty-looking about them. They're not straight men of business either. Oh no, she's not here, the flower. No, no. By the way, did I tear up that envelope? Yes, under the bridge. The priest was rinsing out the chalice. Then he tossed off the dregs smartly. Wine. Makes it more aristocratic than, for example, if he drank what they're used to, Guinness's porter or some temperance beverage, Wheatley's Dublin hop bitters, or Cantrell and Cochrane's ginger ale, aromatic. Doesn't give them any of it. Shoe wine. Only the other. Cold comfort. Pious fraud, but quite right. Otherwise, they'd have one old boozer worse than another coming along, cadging for a drink. Queer the whole atmosphere of the... Quite right. Perfectly right, that is. Mr Bloom looked back towards the choir. Not going to be any music. Pity. Who has the organ here, I wonder? Old Glynn, he knew how to make that instrument talk. The vibrato. Fifty pounds a year, they say he had in Gardner Street. Molly was in fine voice that day, the starbet mater of Rossini. Father Bernard Vaughan's sermon first. Christ or Pilate? Christ, but don't keep us all night over it. Music they wanted. Foot drill stopped. Could hear a pin drop. I told her to pitch her voice against that corner. I could feel the thrill in the air, the full, the people looking up. Quis est homo? Some of that old sacred music is splendid. Mercadante, Seven Last Words, Mozart's Twelfth Mass, the Gloria in that. 
Those old popes were keen on music, on art and statues and pictures of all kinds. Palestrina, for example, too. They had a gay old time while it lasted. Healthy, too, chanting, regular hours, then brew liquors, Benedictine, green chartreuse. Still, having eunuchs in their choir, that was coming it a bit thick. What kind of voice is it? Must be curious to hear after their own strong basses. Connoisseurs. Suppose they wouldn't feel anything after. Kind of placid. No worry. Fall into flesh, don't they? Gluttons, tall, long legs. Who knows? Eunuch. One way out of it. He saw the priest bend down and kiss the altar and then face about and bless all the people. All crossed themselves and stood up. Mr. Bloom glanced about him and then stood up, looking over the risen hats. Stand up at the gospel, of course. Then all settled down on their knees again, and he sat back quietly on his bench. The priest came down from the altar, holding the thing out from him. And he and the mass boy answered each other in Latin. Then the priest knelt down and began to read off a card. O oh God, our refuge and our strength. Mr. Bloom put his face forward to catch the words. English, throw them a bone. I remember slightly. How long since your last mass, Gloria and Immaculate Virgin, Joseph, her spouse, Peter and Paul. More interesting if you understood what it was all about. Wonderful organisation, certainly. Goes like clockwork. Confession, everyone wants to. Then I will tell you all. Penance, punish me, please. Great weapon in their hands. More than doctor or solicitor. Woman dying to. And I shh. And did you shh, 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 shh. And why did you? Look down at her ring to find an excuse. Whispering gallery walls have ears. Husband learned to his surprise. God's little joke. Then out she comes, repentance, skin deep, lovely shame. Pray at an altar, Hail Mary and Holy Mary. Flowers, incense, candles melting, hide her blushes. Salvation Army blatant imitation. Reformed prostitute will address the meeting. How I found the Lord, square-headed chaps, those must be in Rome. They work the whole show, and don't they rake in the money too? bequests also, to the P.P. for the time being in his absolute discretion. Masses for the repose of my soul to be said publicly with open doors. Monasteries and convents, the priest in the firm manner will case in the witness box. No browbeating him. He had his answer pat for everything. Liberty and exaltation of our Holy Mother, the Church. The doctors of the Church. They mapped out the whole theology of it. The priest prayed. Blessed Michael, Archangel, defend us in the hour of conflict. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God restrain him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God thrust Satan down to hell, and with him those other wicked spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. The priest and the mass boy stood up and walked off, all over. 
the women remained behind. Thanksgiving. <laughs>